0: Welcome to the Windows and Mirrors Podcast. I'm John. I'm Keith. Uh, And today is day
1: 62. Day 62, yeah. All right, yo, about a fifth of the way done with this Mm -hmm. whole thing. Yeah, man, 1 Samuel 5, bro, it's it's crazy. You know, uh, right before, like last time we left off and we just seen God executing judgment against Eli and his family and, you know, the Israelite religious establishment, but it's like, god is impartial right like god is not um you know one-sided here he like is executing judgment against the philistines too and this text was just so crazy bro like literally um you know the philistines take the ark of god and place it in their temple next to next to their god next like, to their god this is gonna be a trophy that our yeah. god and yo, and my my guiding thought was just like, man, there is no Mount Rushmore, right, oh, when yeah. it comes to Yahweh in the gods of in idols of this world. Right. Every other every other thing in the world, basketball, you know, theologians, everything is debatable. There's a pantheon of the greats. Yeah, there's right. a greats. Like you can have Ah <laughs> oh, Lebron Jordan, Ah oh, Augustine Athanasius. Right. You could go back and forth. Right. But with God. Yep. There's nobody that sits next to him. Right? right. He's all by himself. He is unique. Right. It's no debate. And so, like, God is clear about that here. And he executes judgment not just against the Philistines, but the God itself. Right. He cuts the little the hands out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come in, I yeah. bow down. They're like, yo, yeah, straighten this God up. Yeah. Yep. Literally bowing down to the ark right. of the covenant. And we mm. just, yeah, God mm. is all in the class all by himself, bro. Yep. Um yeah,
0: and so then what God's going to do is is what well, they just get fed up, right? So yeah. the Israelites bring it along as a talisman to kind of help them win battle. Yeah. They get washed, they're crushed. Yeah. And so then God's by himself. Yeah. In foreign territory. Look mm-hmm. at this. With nobody, with no Israelites to carry uh, around the ark, but mm-hmm. what you find? Is the Ark of God makes its rounds throughout all the Philistine camps. Yeah, defeats everybody, mm-hmm. and even comes back with spoils of war with, mm. uh, yeah, gold and all that stuff. And so God's just showing, yeah, I got this. Like I don't need y'all's help. I'm gonna take care of myself. Yep. I'm gonna take care of y'all, and it's showing the self sufficiency of God. And and God saying, no, 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 listen, yeah. like what I need from you is mm. humility.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and God, yeah, I love that the self-sufficiency of God. Like, he doesn't need us. Mm-mm. We need him. <sighs> Absolutely. And that's that's the great reversal. We always get those two things twisted. Yeah. And after that, it's crazy that they like, bro, we gotta send this ark back. Right. <laughs> this ain't it. Like this, this isn't is a bat. This is not it. And it's just crazy how like I think I just seen like how much the exodus kind of like replayed mm-hmm. itself here where you have the tumors coming on the Philistines and all that. And then they're like, man, send this thing back. Do not harden your hearts like Pharaoh did. All this all this same, similar talk. And then the ark gets back. Yep. And the people of God look into the ark. Mm-hmm. They aren't supposed to. Right. And then God keeps judging on them. God keeps <laughs> judging on them. right? And so it's just crazy to see like... Yo, violation of God's laws have implications for all people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's going to be at one point or another, there's going to be implications for violating what God has put in place. There's no favorites. Nobody gets off the hook, no. regardless of
0: whatever perceived close, closeness of proximity that you think yeah. that there is. Yeah. Um, here's the wild part about it all. Yeah. 1 Samuel 4, they literally are like, yo, we're going to go to war and we're going to bring God uh, along to fight with us. Yeah. God's like, that ain't the way that it's going to work. 1 Samuel Mm 5, God literally goes out and fights for them, defeats the enemies, comes back with the spoil. Mm. 1 Samuel 8, they say, yo, Samuel. (laughs) <laughs> the people say, yo, Samuel, we want a king that's going to fight for us and yeah, all this, yeah. and it's like, this is it? Dog. This is the deceptiveness of right sin. Mm. It is the same thing that Adam and Eve fell into. Y'all are already like God, Yeah, and you want this thing that's going to make you like God. What? Yeah, Like, yo, look, God's your king. He's already fighting for you, yeah. and sin will make you... Sin will make you break God's law to get, you get what, you what you already have. You already have. Yeah. Mm, that's
1: so good, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, like right before that, right before he, they asked for this king, God shows himself like, yo, like I, I do this. Right. I, I've, I've been doing this. <laughs> and they have this victory, right, over mm. the Philistines. Yeah. And like you said, bro, they asked the thing that blew my mind about the asking for a king, bro. They think their problem mm. is political uh-huh. <laughs> instead of spiritual, uh-huh. right? They think they're losing because oh no, we don't have a king strong enough right. to fight for us. We need yeah, better uh, a better king. And God is like, nah, that's not the that's not the real problem, right? If right. you remember in First Samuel seven, it was when they repented, right, right, and they really turned their hearts to God mm. that they were able to win the battle. And the crazy thing is, bro. I just love the Bible because it's like, yo, in the Torah, the first five books, the main question the Torah is trying to answer, who is the people of God? Right. How do we know? Right, right, right. right. How do we know? Yahweh's people are to be holy. What does holy mean? Set apart. (laughs) Right. Y'all ain't supposed to be like the other nations. Everybody else. Y'all trying to be like everybody else, right?
0: And God wants you to be something different so that everybody else- Not that you're better than the other people in the world. But so that everybody else sees something inside of you, and they're like, "We yeah. want to have what they have."
1: Listen, yeah, it's not—it's not that even. I don't think that it's they were. It's, it's, its because they were asking for a king. It's why you know what I'm mm, saying. Like they yeah. wanted uh, to be the Texas clear. Like man, they wanted to be like the other nations. And yeah, like Yahweh is your king. Yahweh has been fighting for you. Um, and 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 what we just see is, bro, like. And kind of what you pointed out with Adam and Eve, like, man, it's just sometimes it's God's own people that are those that are most evident in rejecting his rulership. Right. Yeah. Mm. And so it's just like, man, like the Israelites are falling into this trap because of what they see. And that's why Paul will come in, in Romans 12 and say, don't be conformed. Right. Right. To this world. We're supposed to be set apart. Mm. And that's the means of being attractive to the world and bringing people to God himself. Right.